Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack. And this is The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. Honestly, this may have been my favorite season of Real Housewives of Potomac yet. I mean, it makes sense. It was insane. From the infamous butter knife dinner, the hoedown, or as Giselle likes to say, these hoes are about to throw down, to the Cayman Islands. Where's Katie? Plus Ashley Darby's pregnancy announcement, Candace Dillard Bassett's relationship with her mom, Michael Darby allegations, and the La Dame perfume release party. Not only did Giselle finally say she was proud of Karen Huger, but Katie had a little reveal of her own. That new hair is amazing. To prepare you for the upcoming reunion, we've compiled all these moments, plus a few more, using bravotv.com exclusive after-show footage. That's Karen Huger, Robin Dixon, Giselle Bryant, Monique Samuels, Ashley Darby, and Candace Dillard-Bassett breaking down moments from the past season. You'll want to listen closely to this. I was at home, I was about to like do some work on my computer, uh-huh. and I picked up my phone, and I had a text from you and a text from Candace. And I opened my phone, and you had was, texted me the TMZ, TMZ story. Yeah, so TMZ told me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned was, yeah. via text, via phone call, mm-hmm. via firehouse, mm-hmm. via smoke alarm signal, system. carrier pigeon. Uh, yeah, it was a mess. It was a mess. Yes. Everybody was talking about it, and it was well known. You never really want to be on TMZ. Like, never. Well, not like that. Yes, but from there, I just started feeling very sorry for Ashley. I 100% supported my husband, unlike where Karen was demanding that Ray apologize to her um, when his tax stuff came out, which totally threw him under the bus. Uh, I was really there for my husband, and I supported him, and I wanted him to know that I had his back no matter what. And that reaffirmed, I think, to him how much I care about him, how much I love him, and how I'm always going to be there for him. This is just, you know, how I imagine it went down. Michael walked past him, allegedly grabbed his butt, thought it was funny, and the guy was not very happy. Allegedly, the guy was so angry he wanted to fight. But he ended up leaving the scene and went and talked to whoever he needed to talk to to say, I want to kill him. But... It, of course not. This issue was very 
significant. And I needed to talk to my husband about it first. I'm not going to say or do anything to any to anybody else without first talking to Michael about it. Because in reality, this really is him. This is, this is his reputation. And I want to take heed and really respect every decision that he wants me to make. If this were about me, maybe my reaction would have been different, but out of respect for Michael, it just wasn't the appropriate time to say anything to Giselle. It was, it was confusing. Mm -hmm. It was confusing. If my husband was on TMZ with an allegation like that, allegedly, mm -hmm. I would be like, girl, what, huh? Wait a minute, hold up. Like, those would be my first words. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be like, oh, it's fine. Michael and I did not celebrate when the case was dropped out. If anything, there was a feeling of relief because while both of us were really confident about what the outcome would be, we still don't 100% know. So it was more so just like a sigh of relief. The way that the media works is they don't really like to pick up on the positives. They didn't really want to fixate on the fact that the case had been dropped and that there was absolutely no evidence to back it up. But yet when the case had first been presented, it was a field day. So then the, it was incumbent upon us to now all of a sudden do our own due diligence to try to clear the air finally because that really wasn't being talked about. The way that she handled it, she, like she was so like nonchalant, acting like, oh, it ain't no big deal. Oh, it's not true. Oh, it didn't happen. Oh, so it's like, oh, okay, you're good. Let's move on. Yes. So yes. she really didn't make it seem like this was affecting her at all. She was so stone cold about it, which I was surprised by. True. Obviously, something like this, I expect there to be discussion. It, I would be so naive of me to think that the ladies wouldn't be talking about it in some capacity. Of course I get that. Right. I feel as though there could have been more sensitivity about the fact that it really was someone that was close to all of us, that it was a situation that we're all in. I think Ashley did tell me that she felt like Monique was the only people that, person that was supporting her, which I like felt highly offended by because mm -hmm. I was I was the one going to check on her. I was the one going to drive to her dance um, practice. Like I was going to her restaurant. Like Monique wasn't doing any of that. That was me. I don't like seeing people hurt. I just don't. Like it doesn't feel good to me. I don't understand why uh, people enjoy seeing people go through rough times. If yeah, there are women so. in this family of RHFP yeah. reveling in Michael's challenges, it's because they're deflecting from their own lives. That's a projection. That's, that's a projection. Because that's You're something right. that Ashley would do. Exactly. Ashley, and so, the, the old Ashley would carry that bone and right. gossip. I did not revel in it. I'm not reveling in it. It was, I, it was, what do you say? The roosters come home to roost. The rooster it was a little bit of a moment there roost. where you said, well, well, look at this. But then after I did that, say that. You were supporting her, but you also made it known, like, maybe you believe everything that he said. So for her, supporting her looks like just not really telling the truth, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, so she wanted people just to be quiet and be there for her, which is hard to do. There will always be petty problems between us and we'll always have some sort of issue because we are very strong-willed people. But the reality is when there's something life-altering or when there's something really serious, we probably should be a little more empathetic to each other. I was really there for my husband and I supported him and I wanted him to know that I had his back no matter what. And that reaffirmed, I think, Tim, how much I care about him, how much I love him, and how I'm always gonna be there for him. I don't know what transpired between Karen and me to get to the point that we got to. Okay. Ashley's whole theme this season with me was that she was afraid of me retaliating for all of the horrific things mm -hmm. she's done for three years. Mm -hmm. So now, quote unquote, she's in the hot seat yes. and she just expects me to attack her.
Okay. <laughs> we had a great time together that day. All day long, mm -hmm. it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was fun. We go to the restaurant, we have a nice dinner, and then we all start doing shots of tequila. And we all start dancing on the bar, even Karen. Ooh. So I'm thinking like, okay, Karen and I are actually becoming friends. Like who to thunk it? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so I'm thinking this is all great. It's all good. I'm, Karen, I'm, I'm liking you a lot, lot right now. Where's this fun that I, that you who you are? I love this. I three I days in. But you never show it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I want to be real with you. And they're That's not catching this, okay? Karen's I need you to hear me out. A lot of hurt has gone on, and, and I do hold on. I have my opinions, and I told you that I need him to be vindicated, and dismissal is not vindication. I want to be real with you. Karen, now, can I do, see you, do you different? understand how any of this stuff works? Do you understand do. the court of law oh in any capacity? God. How did you even get on this you know, subject? She asked me a question, and I answered her. This is how I truly feel about what it is Michael's going through. And I need to share that opinion with you so and have this conversation with you so we can do what it is you just asked me to do, right. which was grow with you in a friendship, move forward. Mm -hmm. The only way to do that is you know my truth about how I feel. Mm -hmm. That sparked her, she went yes. left, and I danced with her. And I was like, you just have no idea how to be a friend to anybody. You are so two-faced and underhanded, and anytime I think that I make any progress with you, you always show me differently. I will have my personal feelings. It can't stop our growth. It will stop our growth. Well, it's not a personal attack, and I'm not aiming to hurt you. Yes, you are. No, I do need him because to be vindicated. He has been vindicated. No. You are so no. sideways, Karen. No, That's I'm why you have sideways. no real friends, I'm not Karen. Katie. She has back. I don't give a who the you are. You're Karen Huber, and I'm talking to you. Katie is sad, but you are broken. If she just owned it, you wouldn't be able to say anything. Well, you know, and also if she just simply said, look, I can't talk about this, but I need you guys. The following day when Karen apologizes to me, what bothered me was how Karen justified herself. What she said was that she wanted Michael to apologize to me. And I felt like that was a cop-out, that if anything, Karen doesn't really have a right to have any feelings about what Michael should have done because that was Michael's situation. I didn't say anything about what Ray should have done for Karen when Karen made it very clear that Ray was the one who didn't pay the taxes. I didn't say, oh, Karen, you should have Ray publicly apologize to you for not paying his taxes. Did I do that? Like, it just felt really out of line to me. Now, her apology, while I appreciate it because it's not easy to get apologies from her, I really think time will tell us to whether she actually means that and she stands by what she said. That was my first hoedown. It was my first hoedown. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think my last hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was actually like, pretty fun. I had not never seen Katie's farm. And then we get there and, you know, it's good. A little on the scruffy side, to say the least. Karen has been waiting to pounce. I noticed that she didn't say anything to me. She didn't reach out to me. It was like she was waiting for the perfect opportunity to be able to finally, like, jab me, and she did. She seized the opportunity, and I was ready for her because I wasn't surprised, and I was really just waiting for it. She just wanted me to shut the f*** up. Mm -hmm. She just didn't want me to say anything. Let's yes. just keep it real. Yeah. I was just going to say I got right. your back, right. but since you want me to serve you, I will serve you. <laughs> clank to clank. Hello. She never once said anything bad about what y'all were going through. I promise you. Then why the hell did she say it to my face? I don't kick a woman when she's down. I yeah. lift her, or I try to, but in this case, Ashley was not ready to receive to positive. Lifted. I guess yeah. she hadn't done her meditation for the day. Karen made a comment she made a dig okay and then she made this whole clank clank comment about Michael and that's when the just the train went off the tracks wow. we have been the target mm -hmm. of her 
negativity, mm -hmm. her ugliness, and mm -hmm. her aggression, mm -hmm. and her constant twisting of truths and saying we've said something we didn't mm -hmm. say. And I am of the belief that if you keep spewing that negativity, it's coming back to roost. The rooster has come home to roost. It's a horrible situation. I'm not celebrating it, but if you come for me, I'm going to call it what it is, mm -hmm. okay? And you came and you got served. Karen was just happy that it was me that was being talked about in the press and not heard this time, so. Monique and I going at it on the farm was kind of a boil over. I had I been should. harboring a lot of stuff about the way that I felt she was speaking about me, judging me, and just generally coming at me as it related to Ashley. Like, I don't like when people call me a hypocrite, and I'm literally sitting here trying to have a conversation calmly. You did. And you're raising your voice. You're pregnant. And you're getting buck with me. I don't even have the energy to talk that loud, but I do have the energy to drag somebody by their ponytail, pregnant and all. And I'm sitting there like, what Why just happened? I shouldn't have been doing that. My husband was very pissed. Was he? <laughs> yes. He was very Candace upset. Candace started it, though. She threatens me. She threatens to drag me. She said she would drag Who you. Does and that? you said drag. Well, I said drag me. Monique, I invited her Monique, to drag. Monique, that was it. You invited her to drag I did. You. And she said, I'll drag you. I have been the main one telling her to her face what everybody's been saying behind her back. True. Stop acting childish. Stop throwing temper tantrums. Like, you live in your mom's house. Get over it. And Why I, couldn't I would you say just that be friends say, with Ashley and keep me out of it? Why is what Ashley and I is going through? Why does it have to? I think she have was very opinionated with, about. With Monique was clearly very opinionated about how you felt about Ashley and how and you that, handled and Ashley. And that is my issue. I was enjoying every single moment of that. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Every Giselle had nothing to do with the whole damn. Okay, and neither did Robin. Yeah. Holes were down on their own. <laughs> nothing to do they with got me. The hell. There was uh, a moment where she hit you with the purse. Mm -hmm. um, what exactly happened with that? So my best friend was getting married in Atlanta. Okay. We both both went to the wedding. My mom has known my best, this is like my best friend from middle school. So she's okay. known her since we were 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So my mother was my date. Okay. We went to the wedding, had a great time. Mm -hmm. We were leaving the wedding. We were waiting for our car yeah. in the lobby okay. of the hotel. Mm -hmm. And we started a conversation that we shouldn't have started about her preferences on the way that I speak to her versus my preferences on the way that she speaks At to me. So she says something to me to the effect of, you know, you are disrespectful. Da, 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 da. Mm. I say, well, you know, I also feel disrespected by you sometimes. Mm. And I made another snarky comment that I, I cannot repeat because it delves too deeply into okay. personal stuff. Right. And she she was sitting to my left. Mm -hmm. And she just took the purse and she reached up and said, Wah! right in the face. And then she got up. You know, I wasn't bleeding. Hey, I didn't please let's have clear bruises. this up. Because I I, I've been I thinking just, like had having nightmares. You, but, you had a what? I had a welt. Nothing should make any mother slap their daughter in the face with a purse. Where does the frustration with your mother kind of come from? Oh my God, how much time do we have? Um, my mom and I are just, are, I think we're complicated mostly because we love differently. My mother's love language is more so geared toward gifts and acts mm. of service. Those are two, two of the love languages. Mm -hmm. One of my major love languages is quality time. Mm. And attention is like huge to me from the people I love, I need attention. Okay. And I've often felt like she covers 
my love language with her love language versus attempting to get to know me in my love language. You have your love language. Yeah. Dorothy has her love language. Yeah. You guys have got to create that Our grown woman, special. mother, daughter love mm -hmm. language. Take the next step and say, look, yes. I'm going to create this love language. It's a relearning You have to help your mom. With the two of us. Yeah. And that's what Chris, Chris is very You have to help your mom that with that. you got to take the lead. But I'm, I'm, you raised me. I'm the daughter, so trust my judgment. So have you and your mom continued therapy with Dr. Ken? The hope after our first therapy session was that we would continue therapy. And my goal was for us to go back in and continue therapy. Yeah. I do plan to sort of go back in with mm. some faith and ask her if we can. Because I I, I believe in therapy, therapy? across Your the board. Your mother obviously believes in therapy. Uh, well, she's, she's a therapist. She has Hello? provided for her family right. as a therapist. Do you and your mother have similar arguing styles? Ooh. We both like to argue. And you and both, both like, like to, to win. have our points. You both like to be win. on top. And two people can't yes. win all the time. And Chris says that to me all the time. You can't like both Chris. win. And somebody has to acquiesce and sort of release and let it go. And I am working on that. I'm working on being able to just say, okay, mom, even if I don't believe it. And most of the time I don't. Yeah. This dream home search is much harder than I thought mm -hmm. it was going to be. But I'm also very selective in what I would like. We talked about a number. So it's somewhere in the family of a million to a mil 1.5 is the area. That's, but if it goes a little, up, a little above that. <laughs> <laughs> we looked at a home that was a little over that. Oh, but Lord. Was, it was, it was we talked gorgeous. about this. Yes. It she was reminds gorgeous. me of me when I was new in the marriage to Ray. We did talk about this. Yes. yes. But if it goes over, that's what negotiating is for. Right. Negotiate down and, you know, Bring them down, Candace. Bring them down. Yes. It's a good time. Who was paying for this? Are these so, multi-million dollar homes? Yeah. So she's, she's trying to move from her maybe, you know, I don't know, $600,000 townhome yeah. that her mother pays for yeah. to a multi-million dollar home by herself. And Chris. Mm, kudos. I need six she bedrooms. Said that I, I want between be seven and nine thousand square feet. I'm looking for a Mediterranean theme, so I need like the the balusters that have the the swirls in them going mm. up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I need certain kinds of crown molding. I do want um, coffered ceilings in the foyer. I need a two-story foyer. Is her mother with her? Uh, yes. Who was paying for this? I need grand chandeliers. So I have a lot of She needs to put wants. it out into the universe. And, I, and that's what I just did. And she so just did receive it. it universe. And, and she'll get it. Yes, but all of that is hard to find. We are actively looking. I was just looking last week and we have an appointment set for next week. Between me and you and everybody, okay. um, I just ran into her mother okay. and a couple weeks ago and she informed me that Candace was looking for $2 million in <laughs> houses that she can't afford. She was like, and girl, she asking me to pay for that too. So yeah. It's laughable. She was like, I still pay for the townhouse. She still has me paying the bills. Oh my God. Mama spilled all the beans. She told the wrong so one, wants, me. So she wants mama <laughs> to pay for the $2 million house. Don't ever leave me alone with Dorothy, okay? I'm gonna get all the business. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I felt like I really wanted to talk to Monique, and it was making me angry that... All year long, we have cultivated a better relationship. I'm feeling like I'm getting to know her better a little bit, and we're fine. And then I hear that she's talking trash again about me and Robin. I was just coming to sit down. I didn't oh, really? You, you were going to hug doing? me? Third year in a row, you're like, oh, Giselle and Robin don't like oh, me. Giselle and Robin don't like me. Don't hug me. Don't kiss me. Tell me why you're still talking trash about me. So it's you like, know it's what? Like talking to a doorknob. Monique, like I can't even. Uh, so that just like infuriated me. I don't know where it's coming from and why. Not but aren't you tired you. of the saying the same thing oh over God. and aren't over you again? Tired of being combative as soon as you walk into a room. I don't you are. Understand. You but are. She said to you. Oh Lord. I wasn't planning on confronting her like that, but just her speaking to me in such a phony way just sent me over the edge. How about we celebrate Robin for like I, 10 I minutes have, before I you have, start like I've digging in? So, so you don't need to tell me what to in. do. How about you take a tour? I was wondering like why she felt the need to say what she said to Ashley. And I'm like, maybe she just doesn't feel comfortable being confrontational with us. It's not even confrontational. It's, it's a conversation. It's not, but maybe she thought it would turn into, into oh, okay. confrontation. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out why it was necessary for her to, to yeah. say that and why she even felt that way right. and why she didn't feel comfortable saying that to us. We're all very direct, and yeah. we like to discuss things in your face as opposed to behind your back. So I'm right. hearing something behind my back. You're telling Ashley, you got an issue with me. Like It just was like, stop being fake. When it was happening, I was kind of like, well, <laughs> damn, like, hello, like, welcome. Like, yes, do you, you know, are you proud of me? I just want to make sure everyone's comfortable over here and not bothered by the um, detention over here. You don't have to stick around, but if you're fine, then, then I'm fine. Okay. This is so embarrassing and not acceptable. It was very bad. It was not the time or place. You walked in and was like, where's Modi? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yes, I was like so, on edge. So it could have been like, let's rewind it. You could walk in like, yeah. oh, Robin, oh my God, congratulations, <laughs> this looks great. Let me look around, great, blah, blah. Where's Moni? <laughs> then you could have done that, right? <laughs> I mean, okay, next time. That's, that's what I'm going to do next time. All right. Yeah. Candace says, well, this is good because Giselle said, F you, Karen. And Karen, you've been talking about Giselle. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> Karen's been talking about me. And she was like, Giselle, you're always doing blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't need to be your friend. F you. And then she was like, F you too. And then I said, you're verbally violent. Get me out of here. We all have been in a position where Giselle has done or said something that was pretty 
negative toward mm -hmm. all of us at one messy. time. And messy. Yeah. That's the word. Messy. Yeah. And I personally can only speak for myself. I've had my fill of her telling me that happened so long ago. Let's mm -hmm. move on and dismissing it because mm -hmm. you don't want anyone she's over it. holding you accountable. But we are tired of that in this group. Loss when you lose anyone yes. is a personal journey. And how yes. dare you have no moral compass, Giselle, when it comes to what I choose to do or how I choose to move on with my loss. Mm -hmm. Mind your business. First of all, I wasn't making fun of her grieving right. in New Orleans. I just was kind of like, wow, you chose to speak to strangers instead of hanging out with your friends. Cool, I'm cool on that. I think Karen just wants a reason to have an attitude with me. What happened in that lobby was an ass kicking that was on time. When I was told that I was gonna be staying with Karen, I was actually fine with it. And then I thought she was cool too. That thing went left so fast. <laughs> Woo! I simply adore her from a distance, but I'm done with her mistreating mm. us as a group. In particular, in this instance, me. Candace caused it. She stirred that pot. Y'all need to have a bonding moment and get over your bullshit. You still talking about Nola. I was told from this girl and from Robin that you had issue with me. You can't stir the pot and then walk away like, I didn't mean it, what happened? <laughs> Don't even you act like that. Don't no, Eric, you did it just Nobody you is just in You did. That was too old to be yelling in the lobby. <laughs> what is it with these girls in lobbies? Well, they were supposed to share a room, and I guess that well, it would have been a nice bonding thing for really? them. Yeah. All of this fighting is unnecessary. It didn't work out. You've been very violent and aggressive toward me right now. Zell, I'm not what buying it anymore. I don't I buy it anymore. I just can't stand your monkey ass right now because you are a liar. We should know not to be carrying on and fussing and fighting in the lobbies. I love a good lobby fight. Yes. I, I'm not ashamed of it. And I could care whether I'm in a lobby or a toilet. <laughs> if Giselle ever <laughs> comes at me on this subject again, she will get served She's wherever get she is at. I think that Karen's private because she likes to keep the details of her life to herself. And why is that? It's a part of forming a bond and mm -hmm. being a friend and having a friendship is reciprocity of sharing information. Why is Karen so against forming a, a real friendship and sharing anything about herself. I don't think that she's against forming a friendship. I think that Karen's very protective because in the past, some of the friendships have been on attack mode. I did tell all the ladies what I wanted them to know, yes. okay? And see- And that's okay. It's and okay. That, right. It's about timing. Right. First of all, we're talking about a business venture. Yes. I don't know a woman or a man alive who started a business and tells every Everyone, detail every to their friends until they have the end product. Yes. So it was on my time that I chose, and I marched you all with me as much mm -hmm. as I could, you mm -hmm. more than others. Mm -hmm. I think Karen's the type that's like, she wants people to doubt her and talk about her so that when she actually like does it, she's like, bam, there you go. All you people hating and talking I, about me. I don't think that's so. How, I don't know, because I don't understand why you wouldn't say, Oh, I'm picking out the bottle, and I'm here, and I'm there, and oh, yeah. two weeks, I'm gonna have, you know, like, she wouldn't tell us anything. The only reason that questions arise is because actions and words don't align. That's the only reason that I've ever asked Karen any questions, because you were saying one thing, Karen, but then, like, this other thing, and I, I asked you, and we all asked you, all your friends were reaching out to you and asking you, and yet you weren't really saying the truth, it felt like. Those who were demanding things of me that they didn't have the authorization yes. or the 
the right the to license. do so. Yes. yes. I'm like, no. Yeah. I revealed I'm not secretive. I'm selective. Mm -hmm. I did it on my time, and I revealed it when it was right. I threw a party for these girls. Right. Get over it. Yeah. There's not been a question that, for the most part, that she doesn't answer when I ask. Okay. Or, or if she if she isn't ready to tell me, then she'll be like, I'll, I'll let you know when the time is right. Or, okay. you know. Then maybe so. my approach is just wrong. Maybe I need to think about how I approach Karen because I haven't really been able to make much headway with her. So do we think she owns the business? I, hasn't she said that she has investors? Yes. She keeps saying she has investors, which leads me to believe she does not. I am a businesswoman. I have partners. Uh, I think you've met my partner mm -hmm. uh, if you were at the launch in Bloomingdale's. If you came to the launch and the reception uh, at Bloomingdale's mm -hmm. in Virginia, mm -hmm. you met my partners. Mm -hmm. Again, it was selective. I'm not secretive. Having investors, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with investors, but there's investors and then there are right. investors. There are investors that own. Right. You know, so it's kind of like. So you're saying you think she's just kind of like the name and the face. Yeah. And has yeah. no financial stake in the in the company besides whatever proceeds? I don't know. It's all a mystery. I wasn't listening to the haters. I never do. Can't you tell I march to my own beat? I keep my own agenda? I don't let people distract me, and I'm always grateful. But if I pay one second mm -hmm. of attention to what people were saying I couldn't do, I wouldn't have done what I've done. I have been waiting to see my dad's face for over 30 years. I mean, I can't even tell you the scenarios that have played out in my head, the, the way that I envisioned it would ever happen, that I would meet my dad. I always thought maybe he would just come and surprise me and one day knock on the door and I'd open it and there he was. So I had all these hopes and all these just like really strong desires to meet my dad. So when it actually happened where I really saw my dad for the first time, it was almost like an out-of-body experience because it felt like it was almost too good to be true. Okay. Aren't you all okay? Yeah, we're okay. We're okay. Hi. Oh my God. There's your father. This is your daughter, Ashley. Hi. fact that we were actually looking at each other and we had locked eyes and I saw that he was a real person in the flesh. Mm. Every question and every fantasy I'd ever had about having any sort of relationship with my dad like almost like played out right then and there. And then when he, you know, closed the door on me, uh, it hurt quite a bit. Um, sorry, I don't want to cry, but it really did hurt me. And um, it was, uh, it really affirmed to myself that I'm a strong woman because I really didn't know how I was gonna react if he didn't reciprocate wanting to have a relationship with me. And I surprised myself. I came out much stronger. So it sucked, it hurt, but I just, like, I, I, I grew a little bit more. He's not a monster, I don't think. He does right. have two young kids. So he obviously has the paternal instinct to some degree, he just didn't have it with me. Now that rejection that he doesn't want it with me really hurts, but then at the same time I'm like, well, maybe there really just is something about him. If he's able to give it to these two young, these beautiful little boys, if he can give it to them, he has the ability. It's just something about us. and. At least they're getting the love from him that I didn't get to have. The fact that my mom was able to take that trip with me and put her own 
issues aside that she'd had with my dad really meant a lot to me because I can only imagine how my mom feels. She was married to him. He left her with a baby and yet my mom was strong enough and mature enough to still take that journey with me and to be supportive and to really put me first. She put all of her own feelings aside and was able to just be present and with me for that moment. That's a mom. That's it's a mom true. right there. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, Three I words. I don't know where she's gotten the wigs from. I mean, it's. I do. Party City. Oh, God. <laughs> Katie and her wigs, that they wig match her personality. Weak. She's a beautiful gal, but those wigs were weak. It was, they were a miss. Katie needs to go in Karen's wig closet. I think Katie's trying to copy me, personally. <laughs> like my bad, bad wig moment. I own it, and I think it's, it's sort of comical. I mean, they're free. <laughs> God, they're busted. What do you mean? They're free-spirited. <laughs> Child, the dollar store wig. There was one wig that she had on, and I think it was like a debate that night, and I was like. A debate is, what was the debate? Whether it was a wig or not, because it was so bad <laughs> that I can't imagine you actually picking a wig to so, put on your head that looked worse than your own hair. It was like the charity event. I was like, there's no way that's a wig. No way I would purchase that. So like, I don't know how that's enhancing anything that's going on. Like, Katie's a model. She used to be a model in New York City. One would think like she would know at least how to put on a good wig. Even when I have a messy wig, I try and put it on right. It's a look. Katie it's a messy wig care. look. You know why I'm upset? Why? I'm upset because Katie gave us dollar store wig the entire season. Then we wrap filming, and here she comes with the Rapunzel uh, hair. The, the, with the good yakky. Yep. Where was this during the season? I actually hung out with Katie recently in LA. And oh, you she did? Looked, yeah, she looked really good. <laughs> she did, right? She does. Yes. After we wrapped filming, Katie goes get and gets this beautiful weave. Oh, she looks great now. And she's been Check like, her Instagram. On Instagram, she, she looks, looks fantastic. Great. Where I'm were like, those wigs? What, what happened? Woo. Things are going to get heated. From the previews, it seems like Dorothy is going to make an appearance on the couch. Plus all the husbands, including Michael Darby. Oh, I can't wait. Be sure to tune in to The Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion Part 1 this Sunday at 8, 7 Central. And we'll be back with our regularly scheduled episode this Thursday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. And remember, watching Bravo isn't a guilty pleasure. It's self-care. Guys, let's keep the conversation going. We want to talk to you all week long, not just Thursdays. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Bravo TV. Don't forget to use the hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. Or reach out to us personally. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura. And I'm Eric J. Mack, E-R-I-K. And if you're on Facebook, join the Daily Dish Facebook group. You can post about what you're watching, your favorite shows, who's your favorite housewife, ask a question, start some drama. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so check it out. You can also learn more about the podcast at bravotv.com. TTYL. Bye. Bye. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. 
And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hatcast. Follow the Cat in the Hatcast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hatcast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer land. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us in Pura. Promised to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pure. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.